Welcome to Stories After Midnight. Today we'll be reading a story called, I recently bought a home. I keep hearing someone's phone ringing in my basement. It's by Horror Junkie 123 I hope you enjoy it, and a huge shout out to my patrons for helping make this video and every video hereafter possible. Let's get started. My husband and I recently bought a home. I thought it was perfect. Our own little piece of the world that no one else was privy to. I couldn't have been more wrong. Well, I think that wraps up the tour. Do you have any more questions for me? Anything at all? I, I'm an open book. The realtor beamed. I could see straight through their facade, but in all honesty, I didn't mind their fake kindness all that much. If I was making a commission on a home worth 300 grand, I'd be smiling until my cheeks were numb. I uh, no, uh, I'm all set, Clint said, looking to me for confirmation. I'm all good too. It was a pleasure to meet you, Carla. We'll be in touch, I replied, extending my hand. She eagerly snatched it, pulverizing my fingers in her grip. The pleasure is all mine, she insisted, that wide, unwavering grin that plastered to her face. Once she'd thoroughly turned my tendons to mush, Carla moved on to her next victim. Clint looked equally as uncomfortable. Here, uh, take my business card. Did I already give you a business card? Ah, forget it. Better safe than sorry, she said, slapping one into each of our outstretched hands. I winced. I still hadn't recovered from her death shake. Okay, uh, I'll see you two later. If you make up your minds, don't hesitate to call me, okay? Doesn't matter what time either. If you have an epiphany at two in the morning, so be it. I can't wait to hear from you. Take care now. Carla shouted, beelining for her car. Clint shot me a knowing glance. A real piece of work there. I don't think I've ever heard someone rattle off a string of words that quickly in my entire life. And that's really saying something because I've listened to a lot of Eminem. You're not kidding, I giggled. Think she's on something? Meth? Cocaine? Coke. Definitely coke. A jackrabbit hopped up on Monster would have less energy than her. You've got a point there. Now unlock the car, Mr. Comedian. I need to go take a nap. I think we should buy it. I said, resting my head against the headboard. Um, I'm not sold just yet. It's a teensy bit out of our price range, and you have to admit that vomit green wallpaper in the nursery is hideous. I mean, seriously, who in the right mind would choose that for their newborn? So what if it's a bit of a fixer-upper? We can repaint that room, no biggie. At least, consider it, okay? I really like that house. Alright, I'll consider it. If, Clint began... A devious grin spreading across his lips. You give me a little sugar. Give you a little sugar? I almost puked in my mouth right there. What are you, 60? But whatever, if it helps my case, I'll do it, I said, planting a kiss on his cheek. Long story short, I got what I wanted. I won't bore you with the details, but we closed on the house relatively quickly. And once we had all our ducks in a row, we prepared to move in. I should have been more careful about what I wished for. Where'd the nose Candy Queen say she was going to meet us again? Clint asked as we tentatively approached the front door of our new home. Uh, I think she said something about giving the house one last inspection to make sure everything's up to par, whatever that means. She said she'll leave the door unlocked for us. Yeah, that's not suspicious at all, Clint said, pushing the door open. Just be nice. This is the last time I'll have to deal with her, I hissed, following my husband across the threshold. Carla? Clint shouted, wandering the empty rooms. Carla, it's Clint and Ava. Where are you? He yelled, 
his voice reverberating off the walls. Coming, coming, a muffled voice responded, catching me off guard. Suddenly, Carla burst through a door in the kitchen. She looked winded. Her usual meticulously straightened brown hair was disheveled, and a streak of paint ran down her thin white pencil skirt. If I hadn't known any better, I would have thought she'd just lost a wrestling match with an octopus. Uh, Carla, are you okay? Why were you down in the basement? Clint asked as his brow quirked. Uh, I'm fine, really. Uh, just dandy. I was uh, uh, making sure the paint's dry. We had to have the basement redone last minute. Would you believe that I was careless enough to leave the door unlocked after the last tour? Well, as luck would have it, a pack of scoundrels waltzed right in, and what did they do? They wrote nasty curses on the walls in the basement. If I find them, I'll... It's okay, I interjected. New paint job. Got it. We'll make sure to stay out of there for a little bit. Do you have the keys? Oh, uh, yes. The keys. Right here. She said, dropping them into my outstretched palm with a small clink. The copies of your documents are on the counter, and everything else will be sent to you by mail or electronically. Now, if you'll excuse me, I really must be going. Congratulations, you two. Uh, thanks, Clint muttered as the front door slammed shut behind her. Well, that was weird. It seemed like she was up to something. Want to check the basement? I said, my eyes lighting up like the 4th of July. Ava, we can check it later. I don't want to get high from paint fumes if she actually wasn't bullcrapping. Even if she was, you and I both know that what she was probably doing down there, she's got a serious problem. Booger sugar this early in the morning? Some people. Yeah, some people. By the time we were done unpacking for the day, I was exhausted enough to fall asleep standing up. Moving is not easy, let me tell you. Needless to say, Carla in the basement had completely slipped my mind. I wish I had gone down there sooner. The next morning, my curiosity got the better of me. My eyes kept wandering to the door, and eventually I just couldn't help myself. Don't you think it's weird? Clint asked, taking a sip from his coffee mug. Don't I think what's weird? I blubbered through a mouthful of toast. The basement. Carla. The black paint. I tried to use the move as an excuse to keep my mind off of it, but I, I just can't, he admitted, putting down his newspaper. A smile inched across my lips. So you can't get it off your mind either? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? He sighed, standing from his seat. Yeah, yeah, let's get this over with. Come on. Yay, uh, mystery time, I said, bouncing to the basement door. Yeah, woohoo, Clint muttered, pulling the doorknob and flicking on the light. The stairs creaked as we descended. A sickly yellow bulb bathed the room in a dim glow. Carla wasn't kidding about the paint job. The walls were pitch black, lending an eerie ambiance to the room. I felt a shiver run down my spine as we reached the bottom step. This is what I was talking about. Even if Carla was telling the truth, why did she choose to paint the walls black? That's such a strange color selection. I'm with you on that, I mumbled, lost in thought. Without thinking, my legs carried me to the wall on my right. I ran a hand over the surface, half expecting it to be covered in residue. When I pulled it away, but it wasn't. I had a gnawing feeling that something wasn't right. I don't want to be down here anymore. It's kind of creepy, I said, returning to Clint's side. That's the understatement of the century. Once we're completely moved in, we are definitely painting over this. Agreed. Now, let's get out of here. I heard it for the first time that afternoon. The ringing, that is. Clint was running to the store to grab some essentials, and I was in the kitchen preparing lunch. 
That's when I heard a muffled buzzing sound. Bzzz, bzzz, bzzz. What is that? I wondered aloud. My eyes were quickly drawn to that door. I hesitantly crept over to it and pressed my ear against the thin wooden exterior. The sound grew louder, not by much, but enough to convince me that the basement was its source. I inhaled deeply, mustering all my courage. I knew what I had to do. In one swift motion, I flung open the basement door, flicked on the light, and snatched a knife from the countertop. I was met with an empty room. The buzzing stopped less than a second after I opened the door. I stared down in confusion. I could have sworn that what I was hearing was real, but without any proof, I was beginning to question if I had actually heard anything at all. Must be the stress. No point in getting worked up over it. And with that, I tried to push the incident out of my mind. I tried, I really did. But of course, I couldn't. Clint and I spent the remainder of the day unpacking and getting more things moved. We again found ourselves in the kitchen chowing down on takeout when I decided to broach the subject. So, this might be a weird question, but have you heard buzzing lately? I don't know, what kind of buzzing? Clint asked, shoving a fork full of lo mein into his mouth. Vi uh, vibrating? It's like someone has their phone on silent. I could have sworn I heard it coming from the basement earlier. No, not that I know of. May maybe you're just bzzzt, bzzzt, bzzzt. Out of the blue, there it was. Dread curled in my stomach. It happened right on cue, as if I'd spoken it into existence. Clint met my gaze, his eyes wide as saucers. He slowly rose from his chair and crept over to the basement door. He cautiously turned the knob and, as quietly as he could, Clint opened the door. My breath was caught in my throat, heart pounding furiously in my chest. I didn't know what was down there, but now I was sure that I wasn't making it up. Clint turned on the light, illuminating the desolate space. Again we were met with nothing but an empty, poorly lit room. The ringing continued for a few seconds before it stopped, plunging us into a tense silence. Believe me now? I squeaked. Yeah, that was strange. Maybe one of the painters left their phone down there? Impossible. We've searched that whole area. There's nothing down there. I'll admit it's definitely creepy, but there has to be a rational explanation. Maybe it's some kind of defect from faulty wiring or something. I don't know. Best not to worry about it too much. It'll just end up driving us crazy. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure we'll forget about it soon enough. Even I wasn't convinced of that, though. I couldn't kid myself. I wasn't the kind to just push it out of my mind. No, I needed answers, and I was dead set on finding them. Of course, I was up all night thinking about it, and because of that, I was awake for much longer than I intended to be, so it came as no surprise when I found Clint waiting for me at the table with breakfast prepared. What was a surprise was his attire. Morning, sleeping beauty, Clint grinned, turning in his seat to face me. Morning, I yawned, rubbing the sleep from my eyes. Why are you dressed like that? I, I thought you took off this whole week. I decided to go to the office today, remember? I'm almost out of PTO. Ah, oh, right. It's coming back to me now. Well, have a great day at work and thank you for breakfast. I said, sliding out my chair. You're welcome, honey. I love you. Clint replied, sidling up to me and planting a kiss on my forehead. I love you too. I said as he dropped his plate off in the sink. Don't get in any mischief while I'm gone, okay? Save that for when I get back. He smirked, shooting me a wink as he prepared to leave. 
No promises, I retorted, returning a warm smile. The moment the door closed, I bolted down to the basement. I desperately needed answers. Little did I know, those answers would lead to the most traumatic experience of my life. I began to inspect the walls. If I was hiding something, where would I do it? I ran my fingers along the jet black surface. I was honestly expecting to find nothing at all, but to my shock, that's not what happened. Once I reached the center wall in direct view of the kitchen, I found it. My heart jumped when my fingertips landed on a divot in the plaster. It continued up and around, back down the other side. The realization finally dawned on me. I had traced the outline of a door. So that's what Carla was trying to hide. A sinking feeling settled into my stomach. Why had that door been sanded down and painted over? Carla had obviously been hoping we wouldn't find this. But, unfortunately, she hadn't filled in the gaps in the frame well enough. Big mistake. I began to feel around for the where the doorknob used to be. But I found nothing. I sighed. I knew that Clint probably wouldn't approve of what I was about to do next. But I had to know. I sprinted upstairs and into the garage where Clint had been keeping his tools. I rummaged through an assortment of wrenches and screwdrivers before I found what I had been searching for. I triumphantly raised the hammer in my grip and pumped my fist, then returned to the basement. I faced the area where the door had been, mustering up my courage. I had the hammer raised, prepared to strike, but before I could, it started again. Bzzz, bzzz, bzzz. I instinctively leapt back, struggling to maintain my breathing. Come on, Eva, you can do this. I didn't wait for the noise to stop. I swung the hammer against the wooden surface again and again. Whack, whack, whack. I broke through, sending me sprawling forward. I continued to smash away at the flimsy material until I'd made a hole big enough to fit through. I turned on my phone flashlight, adrenaline surging through my veins, and nothing could have prepared me for what I would find. I tentatively stepped through the rupture in the door, and my nose was immediately assaulted by a pungent stench. I fumbled for a light switch, finding one on the wall beside me. Once the room was fully lit, I released a deafening shriek. Dozens of bodies were scattered throughout the space. Most of them were cocooned in shrink wrap like mummies, their frail skin and bones hidden under a thin veil of plastic. Blood was everywhere. So much blood. Their expressions will haunt me forever. The corpses were in various states of decay, but they all had one thing in common. The faces were all contorted into permanent, horrified screams. I nearly passed out when I heard the ringing start back up. I hesitantly glanced down to find a cell phone buzzing on the floor. It was receiving a call. The battery was almost dead, but it was still hanging on. My heart shattered when I read the name on the cracked screen. Mom. I looked to my left and nearly lost my lunch. A man who looked to be in his mid-twenties had been chained against a wall. His eyes were missing, dried blood caking his cheeks. His throat had been slashed. Dark, viscous crimson stuck to his shirt. Out of them all, his body looked the least decomposed. Tears began to well in my eyes when I noticed his arm extended toward the phone. It was as if whoever had put him there intentionally placed it inches from his fingertips, keeping so damn close, if only he could have reached it. I couldn't take it anymore. I stumbled backward, exiting through the opening I made. Once the sobs and shivers that racked my body subsided, 
I called the police. Fifteen bodies were found in total. I would find out later that the cell phone I discovered had belonged to a 23-year-old man who had lived alone. Friends and family had been calling for four days to no avail. Four days. We'd been living in that house for a little more than two. Needless to say, Clint and I didn't stay there. We're back at my parents' house for the time being while we try to get that place off our hands. Though Clint has assured me over and over again that we'll be okay. I still don't feel safe. Because Carla is still out there. Neither the police nor the real estate agency have heard from her since. According to them, our home was her only sale. I still don't know what to do. Whatever happens, I just pray that Clint and I don't end up like the people I found in our basement. That's the end of the story. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, I'd be super appreciative if you get a, give it a like. Maybe if you're feeling chatty, you can leave a comment. Let me know what, you're, what you thought of it. Um, I'd love it if you'd subscribe too. Maybe YouTube will say, hey, maybe this stuff is worth, worth listening to. But, you know, who knows. But again, a big shout out to my patrons for helping out uh, with making this. Really appreciate you. And if you'd like, we do have a Discord you can come hang out in. It's pretty low-key and chill, but uh, it'd be nice to have more people to chat with in there. So there is that option if you'd so choose. Uh, with all that said, I really hope you enjoyed your time today. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next one.